Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. And that's not what we want. What we want is is to have courage as a family. The courage to love one another. To look at a brother who's making choices that are that are going to bring negative consequences and have the courage to look him in the eye and tell him so. You know what? I love you, man. This is not right. This is going to mess your life up. And it's going to destroy our church. We can't have it. It's not good. We need to have the courage to do that. Do you have someone you know within your life that is on a path to destruction? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches you the importance of having the courage to speak up and show your love for others by addressing the things that will be toxic for them. Not to accuse them, but to lead them back to life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, people will come to you along the way if they love you, and they'll tell you, you're messing up. And at that moment, you have the opportunity to adjust your course or to get mad. And what I see as a pastor is it's it's about 50-50. About half the time, people just get mad and leave. What right do you have to judge me? Some of you have even said that. I'd be willing to bet. I don't think any of you have said it to me. But I'd be willing to bet. Some of you have even said that. What right do you have to judge me? Be careful with that heart. We're taught here in this passage that... As a family, we have a responsibility to judge within the family. One of the funny things to me, not funny, not not funny, funny, weird, funny, you know what I mean? People want pastors to judge the world, but leave them alone, right? I mean, that's what I usually get. I get get it from Christians. What right do you have to judge me? But But they want pastors to speak out, take a stand, and judge the world. Paul says, we don't judge the world. God judges the world. Do we not judge those inside? Yes, we do. For their well-being, the heart of a father or, or, or the heart of a brother. You know, I have one sister. I have one, I have one, sis, one biological sister. Now, if, if I find out she, she lives in Georgia, if I find out she's making really stupid, destructive choices, I'm going to pick up the telephone. I may even fly there. I may drive. You understand? I'm going to go. What are you doing? I love you. What, are you, what are you. what are you doing to yourself? What are you doing to your kids? What are you, you know... Because I care about her. Not because I'm wounded and offended. That's the wrong heart. If you're going to confront a Christian brother or Christian sister because you're wounded, no. Take that to the Father. Forgive. Forgive him. And then when you can go and say, listen, I care about you. I see you making choices. I see you doing things that are just 
completely out of sync with the Scriptures, now you're on the right track. See, we're not talking about gray areas. We're not talking about things that may or may not be sinful. We're talking about these things that are blatantly sinful. And he says, the heart of a father confronts. I'm coming to you as my dearly loved children to warn you because I don't want to see the destruction and the havoc in your life and in your midst. It's so important. You know, if you're confronted by a brother, a sister, a pastor, that you remember this, the heart behind it, even if the individual person gets it wrong. You know, I've been confronted inappropriately. You know, I've had a couple of brothers confront me in a very confrontational manner. Do you understand what I mean by that? There was no gentleness, no tact. There was no compassion. You idiot! What are you doing? That's probably not the best way to to bring a confrontation to a brother. But even if that happens, even if it happens, listen to me. Remember the heart of your father. Maybe he's trying to wake you up. One of my leaders in Youth with a Mission used to say, always remember that your enemies will sometimes be more faithful to you than your friends. They don't care what you think. They don't care how you feel. They'll get ugly with you. And sometimes you can benefit from the ugliness of your enemies. People that just, they just want to make you feel bad. They want to, to hurt you. And if, if you're willing to be taught, if you're willing to have God speak into your life, you can even learn something. There, there may very well be a grain of truth in that harsh, ugly confrontation. Be open to your father. Look for his heart behind it. But you need to know this. I hate confronting people. I hate it. Don't like doing it. If I have to confront you about something, it's because I love you. If I tell you, whether it's from here or in a one-to-one situation, that your life doesn't line up with the Word, do you understand? I'm not trying to empty seats, but sometimes I have to say hard things to be faithful to Him. I'm not going to answer to you on Judgment Day. I'm going to answer for you. I'm going to answer to Him. Did you tell Him what I told you to tell Him? Yes, sir. I tried. That's the only thing I'm going to... Do you understand? He's not going to say, how many people do you have coming on Sunday morning, Robert? He's not going to ask me that. How big was your church? He's not going to ask me that. The Bible says the day is coming when people are not going to put up with this book. They're going to, they're going to insist on being told what they want to hear. Now, what that tells me is that the closer we get to the end of the age, there will be fewer and fewer people in the seats listening to those who are simply reading the book and explaining it. You with me? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But but please understand, hear the heart. Hear the heart. It's the heart of a father. It says, I, I have to warn you. I have to tell you. If you're living a life that's inconsistent with the Scriptures, you're not okay. You're not okay. And you're, you're going to suffer for it at some point. The second thing I want you to notice in this passage is the confidence behind the rebuke. Paul says, you know, you guys, some of you are puffed up as, oh, I'm not coming to you. I am coming. And when I come, I will know then whether this is all talk or if there's substance. Because the kingdom of God is not merely talk. See, that's the the point that he's communicating here. The kingdom of God is not merely talk. It's not merely words. It's power. The confidence that Paul had, listen, the confidence was that this wasn't him. This wasn't his opinion. It it was God. He came representing Almighty God. 
He knew that this was a destructive pattern. He knew because of the reliability of God's nature, his unchanging nature and character and word, that this lifestyle, these choices were deadly. Paul knew that his authority was backed by the power of God. He knew that. He had that confidence. It wasn't his opinion. It was the word of God. It was truth. The third thing I want you to notice is the reason for it. The reason for the rebuke. There are a couple of things I want to draw your attention to. In verse 1 of chapter 5, he says it's actually reported. The way that's worded in the Greek, everybody was talking about it. He says it's actually being commonly reported. It's like, it's all over the place. This is common knowledge. One of the reasons that that's an essential thing to to take note of is, listen, there's nowhere in the Bible a spiritual gift called special investigator of the body. I've met some who thought that was their gift. Okay? There's not. That's not in there. In other words, we're not digging. We're, you know, it's like, I don't want to know. If God shows me, okay, if, it, if it's a blatant rebellion as this was, that's one thing. Or if the Lord brings it into the light and says, listen, you know, look at your friend here. Look at your brother. Look at your sister. Look at this. Look at what he's doing. If, if it comes to your attention... If God puts it in your face, well, now you have a responsibility to judge it. Everybody with me? Not in the sense of you're writing them off. Man, you say you're a Christian, you're living like that? Forget you. No. No, that's wicked. That's not the heart of a father. That's not the heart of a brother, the heart of a sister. That's the heart of the accuser. And that's not what we want. What we want is is to have courage as a family, the courage to love one another. To look at a brother who's making choices that are, that are going to bring negative consequences and have the courage to look him in the eye and tell him so. You know what? I love you, man. This is not right. This is going to mess your life up. And it's going to destroy our church. We can't have it. It's not good. We need to have the courage to do that. This was commonly known. Everybody knew it. And he tells us a little leaven leavens the whole lump. What does he mean by that? Leaven, it's another word for yeast. You know, you put a little bit of yeast in the, in the dough and, and what happens? It begins to ferment and it rises, it puffs up, you know, as it rots. That's what's actually taking place there. It's fermenting. You put it in the oven to stop that process and bake it. The picture is that of sin. It only takes a little bit. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we talk, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together, Um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, mainthingradio.com. Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit mainthingradio.com. That's all we have time for today. 
But thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.